millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, everyone for Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined in studio now by David Owens, and he's going to play his original song for us, If You Let Me Drive. Tell me that you're doing alright I just need someone to touch me tonight I was waiting for something but it never arrived If it all goes to nothing I'll leave nothing behind I saw you standing by the side of the road Pretending like you got nowhere to go I stopped and I asked you if you needed a ride You said I'll go anywhere if you let me drive There's a whisper on the corner of a dead end street Listen if you want to know the value of me Gotta hold out your hand and say pretty please It's a hopeless romantic life I lead So you waltz to the call of the seagulls there I told you I loved you but you didn't care You said breathe for a minute, don't you look so scared Even deep sea divers gotta come up for air I said that's just me, I always go too far Stuck in the gutter but looking at the stars And deep down I could hear the wedding bell Put a beggar on a horseback and I'll ride to hell So meet me and tell me that you're doing alright Kiss my lips under the starry skies I got a flask in my pocket, nowhere to go With you on my arm I'm always home I just need someone to touch me tonight 
I was waiting for something, never arrived. If it all goes to nothing, I'll leave nothing behind. Hello, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. So that's a brand new single of yours. It is. It's it off is. the new EP. A shiny new single, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the, the new EP is called Year Six. It is. Where did Year Six come from? Uh, so it's my sixth year. I've been a, a busker. I've been busking around Europe for uh, in 35 cities now. And, uh, wow. Six years. Because <laughs> a lot of people will probably recognise you or know you from Grafton Street with your big black piano. <laughs> big black piano. Yeah, yeah, that's how I first came across <laughs> you, to be honest. It's hard to miss, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit, yeah, a little <laughs> a bit. Attention seeker. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad thing, to be fair. It's not a bad thing. So was the piano always, you know, a planned, I suppose, um, a planned action to to go out in it with busking? No, no, I was doing the guitar for the first three years and singing with that. And then mm-hmm. I had a coffee with uh, this guy I really looked up to in busking. He was kind of the, the top busker in the mm-hmm. world at the time. And I was asking him for kind of advice on how to how to get better at street music and busking. And okay. It was his idea. I won't, I won't claim any, any credit <laughs> to it all. He, he said if you can get a piano out there, it'll help everything a lot and get you more well-known. And, and uh, so I went and tried to figure it out. And the first one I had built, actually not the one I have now, okay. a friend of mine built it out of steel, but it was, uh, it was super, super heavy. And, uh, and was the sound the same coming out of the steel it's one? It's just a keyboard. Even the oh, one now, isn't, okay. it's they're all digital. Like you can't really move uh, a piano? piano. Well, you have to tune it every time. Oh, okay, so, uh, so that'd be a lot, of, a lot of work. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair. Okay, that's something I didn't know. It's all ruined <laughs> I'm, now. I'm learning. No one will listen to me anymore. <laughs> but you're always a piano player. Like you've played for. I've played since I was four. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing piano my whole life, and I used to teach piano as well. And then, uh, but I just didn't think there was any way of getting on the street. And uh, well, I suppose yeah, because when you look at a piano, you don't really go, "How am I going to move this?" And yeah, they're heavy. Like a, a, a full yeah. real one's about three hundred kilograms. Even my one's a hundred. Yeah. So it's not it's not light. <laughs> no, so it's still effort to put it there. It's a free gym membership, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got to take it. <laughs> so how did you get into the whole busking scene? It's kind of by accident. I think like most people back then, now it's more popular to be to be a busker now. But mm. when I started, it really really wasn't. It wasn't that cool of a thing. And uh, I was traveling. I used to be a software engineer. Oh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I took a took a career break and went traveling, and I was living in a camper van with two kind of arty friends, mm-hmm. and so we had this idea that we'd do things on the street to try and like travel a bit further. We were living in a camper van, so there was really not much money needed. You know, yeah. it's just like it wasn't big and, bills and, and stuff food, as such. Yeah, like yeah, a few beers. Uh, so I started from there, and then uh, and I just fell in love with it. Like from the mm-hmm. first day or two, I'd say I was like, "Oh, I'm not going back to my job. This is oh this really is yeah, straight away, yeah, 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 straight away." I suppose it's a different, a huge different change from. It's a whole different world, and you're, you're your own boss, and you and you do what you love. Like I always wanted to be a musician, but yeah. I was, never thought I was good enough. And it okay. was kind of a, a way that suddenly you could make it a very small living, but a living yeah. without being like famous. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's true. Yeah, and did you start off doing covers or did you do originals? I started off doing like tacky Irish songs in France. Okay. I was doing all the, the Wild Rover and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, I'd say that went down well, though, to be <laughs> it fair. It did, it did. <laughs> and it was just, I had no amplifier or anything back then. It was literally bashing a guitar on the side of the road. And uh, yeah, then started writing songs properly about six months later. And okay. then started like putting them in with, and then moving to more pop songs and trying to sneak in the originals. It's still about sneaking in the originals. I still can't do a full No, full show but of I think that's but, necessary as well. Try and get a crowd, you know, and yeah. then lose them by doing one of your own songs. Do you like doing covers or would you rather be doing originals? I don't know. I, I kind of I could change every week, you know, mm-hmm. like like in my head, I would love to just do originals. But then like, I think you need to be you'd need to be quite well known to be able to do just originals because mm-hmm. people need to know them to stop and listen. Yeah. And so if you were that well known, you probably wouldn't be busking anyway. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say Ed Sheeran was a busker, but not when he was famous. You know, a passenger can't busk anymore. Like True. he's tried and like the street just stops. That's right. Because yeah. I remember when he'd do gigs here, he would busk for a short exactly, while yeah. before he's... it and sure the whole place would, you know, because everyone would try and get there. Yeah, he did it for like a tour and uh, he bussed everywhere. And it's really funny because he used to play in a lot of the same cities and uh, he used to play in Amsterdam and he used to do this... Um, song by Avicii Wake Me Up oh, that yeah. one. and then he'd switch into Let Her Go and everyone used to leave he'd have like 200 people he was a very good no. busker and he'd have, a, he'd have a huge crowd when he played a cover and then he'd play Let Her Go and it, like there'd be no one lifting by the end of it and, uh, and he used to be that's really nuts. angry that's nuts though isn't it it's, it's a really good it's like story when people to remember suddenly can't <laughs> sing along anymore they're just like Nuh. yeah so like even that song that now we all use to get a crowd yeah. used to lose Passenger his crowd that's mad, <laughs> it's kind of ironic. It's yeah. a full circle. I wonder if he know that that like everyone uses his song now in busking. I'd, I'd say somebody has told him or this video has been sent to him. Oh, gone. So he look. bought a friend of mine CD from playing oh, nice. that song, and oh, then my friend was that. worried that he'd have to pay like copyright to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had the song on the well, CD. Yeah, I'm sure he won't mind. Yeah, I'm well, sure he, he won't hasn't mind. Sued yet, so. Yeah, so so far so good. <laughs> but the EP, how did you get around to, or how did you start doing this EP? Uh, so I kind of took a break from writing for a while. I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of get more into songwriting. I don't know. I was always kind of just trying to release stuff and kind mm-hmm. of kind of almost frantic. Okay. And then it's basically because I got older. I kind of realized mm-hmm. that when I started, I was, what, 20, 24 when I started busking. I was okay. like, okay, there's still time to be like, you know, a young-ish pop star. <laughs> and that kind of dream is dead now because I'm 30. <laughs> oh, you're ancient. But in a good way, you know, I mean, I won't be, a, I won't be the next Ed Sheeran, you know, because I'm older than Ed Sheeran. But like, so, so then it made me kind of... I don't think anyone can be the new no, Ed Sheeran, though. You know, so you're better <laughs> off being totally different than trying to be... Yeah, exactly. So I decided similar. to slow down and just try and like work on the craft mm-hmm. and try and get good. I don't know if I am good, but try and get what I wanted to be with mm-hmm. songwriting, you know, rather than just, OK, this is a thing, don't release it. Yeah. So I took a lot of time. I took a whole year writing these four songs. Oh, fab. And, okay. uh, and uh, yeah, once I was fully, fully happy with them, that was time. And I, I wasn't sure what to name it. I couldn't really come up with a name. And then I thought year six because it's kind of... Year six is when I kind of slowed down. And Pinnacle. I was like, yeah. <laughs> What's the final straw on a snow patrol? Is kind of. <laughs> do you know fair. that? that album? Yeah. Fair. And um, and what is your process like when you're putting together an album or an EP? I have a really weird process. So I uh, I write every day. It's it's that whole ten thousand hours thing. I'm always okay. trying to work towards that. And then uh, and I begin to like mindfulness mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'll spend like before I write every day I'll do some of that kind of meditation stuff and okay. then just kind of see what comes out and try to flow yeah. and all that kind of stuff but that's good too because that kind of you know lets go of all the cobwebs and that's stuff idea, doesn't yeah, it yeah, and exactly. then and yeah. the stress or whatever you, yeah. you, and uh, and then when I had enough songs that I thought were good and that kind of fitted together because mm-hmm. they all kind of tell the same story that the EP is like I don't know where the songs come from I, I think okay. most people don't when they write and uh, but they all seem to kind of align nicely it works out well. Yeah, yeah. And this like one specific song is about like my granny who passed away, but other than that, they're um, they're just I don't know, I don't know what they are, but they, kind they of seem to work got them together. Out of yeah, yeah. So then I was like, okay, that's that's the EP there. And when you, because if you're doing so many hours of writing, do mm. you have so many songs and then kind of go hundreds? How, yeah. How hundreds do you bring it down to four though? Just like that feeling, must be tricky. Yeah, it is tricky, and I don't know. I mean, I can't really tell you what's right because I, I'm not exactly mm. successful yet <laughs> like, well you know a little bit but, you're uh, doing well but you know what I mean I don't, or just anyone I suppose mm. if you have a big label maybe they pick but is that the right way either you should probably pick whatever you like see a so, lot of artists usually are fighting the other yeah, way exactly, to try and yeah, pick to get their favourite ones on there yeah so yeah, these are my favourite songs I don't know if they're the commercially best choices or, or not mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah the, I guess they're just my favourite ones absolutely and what have or where would you like to see I suppose your career going where would you like to end up 
I'd love to be able to to tour like kind of wheeling size venues around the world. Oh, like, yeah. I'd love to make like a living from gigging mm-hmm. and uh, like, I wouldn't like to be too famous that I can't walk down the street or anything yeah. like that. But I think you can't try and hold yourself back either. It's unlikely no. that's going to happen to anyone. So it's kind of, <laughs> well, I don't want to be famous. <laughs> no. Just play uh, the odd gig. Yeah, I'd love to have like enough, enough of a name and enough of a, of a base that I think people... Like I'd love for my music to kind of help people, you mm-hmm. know, if, whatever that means. I think music can be helpful in you know, thousands and thousands Absolutely. of ways. It doesn't need to be just uplifting or, mm. or sad music can be good when you when you when you want some sad music, you mm-hmm. know. So that's I'd love yeah, if a music can kind of make people feel something as coiny as that sounds. Yeah, that's that I think is what it is aimed at. Mm. Whether it's sad or happy or whatever, somewhere in between. I think it's a big part of everyone's life, yeah. you know. So and everyone has an album they listen to for a certain mood or something. Yeah. I'd love to Or there's a song that reminds you of a certain yeah. period of time or whatever, yeah. So it's, it's a simple goal, <laughs> but I'd love to yeah, just be that for people. And you've been busking for quite some time. Have you seen a change in how the busking scene has moved or yeah in Dublin hugely like mm. it's I only arrived here two years ago I used to kind of come and go mm-hmm. to different places <laughs> a bit of a vagabond but uh, <laughs> now I've been settled here for two years and uh, yeah, it's changed hugely when I arrived it was um, all older buskers mm-hmm. like I would have been relatively young in, in Dublin now like I'd say there's more buskers under 18 than over 18 yeah there's a lot yeah. now yeah. Which, is, which is great I mean it's nice that like I was saying earlier when I started it was kind of a not cool thing to be a busker and now it's definitely it seems to be you know a, the thing to do a hip thing to do yeah. if you're able to play music is to try and get busking mm-hmm. so it's great for busking as a whole because obviously I, I love the art and I'm a big believer in, in busking and what it can do and cheering people up and, and it's great like for Dublin anyway we've always had a great scene of buskers and people come from it you know like yeah. Dermot Kennedy's the big one at the moment and mm-hmm. he was a proper busker like they say Ed Sheeran was a busker but was he really was you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. no, he, wasn't, he wasn't making a living from busking. Was Jeremy Kennedy was. Like, yeah. He was a, a proper busker on Grafton Street. But I Street. love that. And you probably you know. saw when you put up the sign there on Grafton Street of a picture of him when he was busking and a picture of him now yeah. selling out wherever. And that's it, you know. And uh, so, so it's, I think it's an important part in Dublin. Mm. And everyone kind of knows that. It's kind of a thing that people go to do. Like Grafton Street's a great street, but there's nothing on it that's that unique if you take away yeah. busking. Like it's, it's a, a shopping street, yeah. you know. And it's shopping streets are cool but you know Henry Street is a shopping street yeah and it's got another big shop on it but then so I think part of why people like Grafton Street is the busking I think I'd so like too it's the atmosphere that it brings yeah. and the different characters that you get to see but I'm horribly biased so <laughs> <laughs> that's true so what have you got coming up towards Christmas uh, I've got a, a gig in the Workman's Ooh, the next exciting. one okay. on, the, on the 9th of December brilliant so that's a, kind of a showcase for buskers actually there's four of us playing at that Grafton Talent Grafton Talent Showcase yeah and that's uh, that's on the 9th if anyone's come and then mostly just a lot of Christmas parties and stuff like that yeah well yeah there's going to be a lot of that for everyone a bit of busking you know it's always December it's great busking it's great atmosphere but it's bad weather so you have to try and mix the two it's very cold lots of gloves and hats I've got these very very thick gloves I got online that that help a lot with the keys I still mess up a lot industrial gloves I always have to excuse myself when I'm playing because I look like a very bad piano player but they don't teach you how to play in the cold well that's true with gloves on it doesn't really work and people can get tickets for this gig yeah you can get them online they're on the on the workman's site now I think or Eventbrite anyway if you type it into Google you'll, get you'll it. find it yeah. perfect and you're going to do because it's it's starting off December 1st of December I'm very excited that you are going to do a Christmas cover first. I'm going to try brilliant I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> and thank you <laughs> well don't say thank you yet oh and also before we start where can people get in contact with you or find out more about your music just type my name into anywhere I've got a website I've got mm-hmm. Facebook Instagram all that, all so they'll that, find all that you good or stuff or pop along to Grafton Street yeah I'm on Grafton Street every weekend Yeah, look for the big piano you won't miss it <laughs> <laughs> this is a have yourself a merry little Christmas lovely 
Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light from now on. Our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yule tide Next year, all our troubles will be miles away. For Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.